0: Daily Reflection, welcome to today's meeting. I'm Fernando, I'm an alcoholic. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. The fellowship and the movement of Alcoholics Anonymous has spurred millions of people to keep their heads above board, away from alcohol, and to help other individuals to recover also. We give encouragement, we give our time, our hopes, and our experience for free, so that others may learn that there's a better way to living. You don't have to live drinking. There's a better way. You don't have to drink today. There's a new way of living. Amen. October 21st, Daily Reflections. Things grow in the dark. We will want the good that is in all of us, even in the worst of us, to flow and to grow, as Bill sees at page 10. With the self-discipline and insight gained from practicing step 10, I begin to know the gratifications of sobriety not as mere absence from alcohol, but as recovery in every department of my life. I renew hope, regenerate faith, and regain the dignity of self-respect. I discover the word and in the phrase, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Reassured that I am no longer always wrong, I learn to accept myself as I am with a new sense of the miracles of sobriety and serenity. I'm Fernando, I'm an alcoholic. One of the free things that we give in Alcoholic Anonymous in a 12-step program is respect. We respect and we believe in the best you and the best me. They believe in the best me I can become. They saw me with eyes of hope, <clears throat> eyes of believing. They saw that I was able to learn. Well, in the beginning, they left me alone because they knew I was not able to learn. Somehow they knew if they put anything on my plate that I would balk. If they try to put God down my throat, I would balk. If they try to put rules and regulations and use and use and use, I would balk. So they just left me alone. I sat in the corner and I watched, I looked, I started laughing, I started enjoying. The, the capers, and their fabulous stories of, I was in love with my family, I went to school, I drank, I brawled, I fight, I went to work, I fell, I married, Trans problems, transportation problems, problems of work, problems with relationship, I drank, I lost it all, I cried out to God, God and the authorities sent me to AA, and AA I was able to stop drinking. I got a new life. I was able to get back with my spouse and take care of my kids. I got my job back. I got faith, dignity, and self-respect. Everything came back. Then I left AA, and I thought I had it. But the Bible says that he who stops learning will lose what he has. And that's exactly what happened to me. I lost what I had learned. It lasted me for about seven, eight years. Not only did I l- did not lose my sobriety date, I also lost my home, my car, my dignity, self-respect all over again. So I came back, or I should say God answered my prayer and sent me back to a program of words, to be programmed by words. To be programmed by humble people that weren't getting a penny out of it. Just the satisfaction of them staying sober one more day. That's what I was, I got back. And that's what I'm doing today. I exercise these things because I need to read the daily reflections myself. All right, let's go ahead and move on to 22. See if we can read about four or five of them today. October 22nd says, True Tolerance. Finally, we begin to see that all people, including ourselves, are to some extent emotionally ill as well as frequently wrong. And then we approach true tolerance and see what real love for our fellows actually means. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 92. The thought occurred to me that all people are emotionally ill to some extent. How could we not be? Who among us is spiritually perfect? Who among us is physically perfect? How could any of us be emotionally perfect? Therefore, what else are we to do but bear with one another and treat each other as we would be treated in similar circumstances? That what is love really is. That is what love really is. Fernando, alcoholic, and that is what God really is. God is love. Where God is, there's no need. Very effective. Effective program because of the words of love that come and hit us all over, hit us in below the belt, hit us in the forehead, right on my nose, these words. For instance, live and let live. That hit me in the nose real hard. First things first, IRS, district attorney, take care of those situations first. Stop running away. But for the grace of God, But for the grace of God, there go I. But for the grace of God. Grace meant second chances. Grace meant to give people the benefit of the doubt. Give myself the benefit of the doubt. Stop being so crazy. Let go and let God. What's the other one we have? One day at a time. I ask God today to help me stay sober this day to help me in my recovery, to help me in my reading and productivity and understanding, to help me in wisdom and talents and joy and laughter, to help me all the way around. Somehow we have to ask for the order, or I should say, I have to ask for the order. I'm kind of ticks me off that some people ask for the order and they get it for life. They don't have to be asking over and over again. Somehow I lose the order by the next 24 hours. So I got to get up and ask for the order again. I say, hello. Hi, anybody up there? I'd like to ask for an order today. Would you help me in my recovery? Help me to stay sober today. Help me to be glad and grateful. I ask you, help me to be happy with you in this game of life. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Amen. That's my prayer. And you know what? It never ceases to amaze me of the things that come my way. Moving right on now for the reading of the 23rd of October, what we know best. It says, shoemakers stick to thy last. In other words, better to do one thing supremely well than many badly. That is the central theme of this Tradition 5. Around it, our society gathers its unity. In unity, the very life of our fellowship requires the preservation of this principle. Twelve steps and Twelve Traditions, page 1-5. And what's Tradition 5? that the primary purpose of every group is to be ready for the newcomer to give him life. Amen. I have a bunch of books here, but basically that's what Tradition 5 is. The survival of AA depends upon unity. What would happen if a group decided to become an employment agency? a treatment center, or a social service agency. Too much specialization leads to no specialization, to frithering of efforts and finally to decline. I have the qualifications to share my sufferings and my way of recovery with the newcomer. Conformity to AA's primary purpose ensures the safety of the wonderful gift of sobriety. So my responsibility is enormous. The life of millions of alcoholics is closely tied to my competence in carrying the message to the still-suffering alcoholic. Amen. Wow. You know, as I was reading this, Fernando Alcoholic, the thought came to me that my specialization is, in that prayer that I just said, my specialization is going to the source of power, going to the powerhouse and knocking on the door and say. I need power today to stay sober. I need power today to recover and keep recovering physically, mentally, socially, financially of the things I lost through alcohol. I need power to be of service, to be glad and to enjoy this day. I need power to be healthy. Now that's wisdom to me. I don't know, but the thought came to me that my specialization is an accurate prayer that hits the bull'seye folks amen and I believe that's for you too so i I pray I agree with you you agree with me that we are we specialize in asking daily father God our higher power to keep us sober happily sober for today the word sober encompass Peace, resources, adventure, uh, curiosity, search and development in the right place. Healthy, enthusiastic, bright eye, bushy tail. The reason we want to ask God sober to keep us sober is because we want to have the light turned on when we talk to the new person and ask them to ask their higher power to keep them sober for that day. Makes a lot of sense to me, folks. Amen. And I pray for you, and I believe you have that sense, too. I love you. God bless you. Thank you for coming to today's meeting. One more. Today is the 24th of October. It really is. (laughs) By faith and by works is our next topic. This is one of my favorite uh, traditions. It's Tradition 1. On anvils of experience, the structure of our society was hammered out. Thus has it been with AA, by faith and by works, we have been able to build upon the lessons of an incredible experience. They live today in the twelve traditions of Alcoholic Anonymous, which God willing shall sustain us in unity for so long as He may need us. Amen. These incredible lessons, you know, millions and millions of people have died for not finding this program or not being humble enough and beaten by alcohol and drugs and poverty and hunger as to say uncle and to let go and let God. I'm so glad that I got beat up as a child, you know, with a little bit of sickness and diseases and poverty and, and, uh, Dad drinking and breaking everything in the house with totally fear. I was I was humbly overly humble, <laughs> and I was always looking for a program in my life, a program that I can sink my teeth to, and it made sense. I tried many programs. I tried Avon, Mway. I tried real estate, insurance, stocks, and bonds. I tried. I tried Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormonism, Catholicism. I tried, I tried uh, uh, Joe Joe Weedier, the, the muscle guy. He had a plan in a program, you lift weights for so much. And alcohol washed all that aside. The only thing that worked for me was another drunk telling me his story and me laughing about it. And I get the joy in the presence of God and that's what worked for me basically that was that's what worked for me the truth folks the truth i am a drunk my i am a drunk you give me some alcohol and i'll destroy everything i have here and huck it you'll you'll get a good buy by the way okay twelve steps and twelve editions page 131 God has allowed me the right to be wrong in order for our fellowship to exist as it is today. If I place God's will first in my life, it's very likely that AA as I know it today will remain as it is. Amen. Let me read that again. On anvils of experience, the structure of our society was hammered out. Thus has it been with AA. By faith and by works, we have been able to build upon the lessons of an incredible experience. They live today in the 12 traditions of Alcoholic Anonymous, which, God willing, shall sustain us in unity for so long as he may need us. Amen. You know, the alcoholic mind is always looking for loopholes and ways to get around, you know, the program so we can find fault with the people and with the program so they can have a reason to go out and drink. And these 12 traditions covers just about every area that that cut its sculptures a person all right let's go ahead and move move on i wanted to give you a daily uh i already gave you a daily reflection but a grapevine story let me grab a grapevine i grabbed it from a book called emotional sobriety and i have it checked off here it looks like i've been here already and here's a story from <clears throat> May 1997 called, Take My Advice, I Am Not Using It. I was feeling rather depressed and called my sponsor and found her in a similar mood. I said, what shall I do? At first she said, I don't know. If you figure it out, call me back. Then, because she is a loving person, a good friend, and has a terrific grasp of the AA program, she shifted into sponsorship gear and told me to do the following. One, wear life like a loose garment. Wear, put on life like a loose garment. Two, don't take yourself too seriously. Not to take myself too seriously, she said. Three, to count my blessings. Four, find another alcoholic to work with. 5. Read the big book and go to a meeting. Then she laughed and said, Take my advice. I'm not using it. (laughs) I called one of my sponsees, and she was also in a negative frame of mind. I addressed her problem and suggested 1 through 5 listed above. She said she had a sponsee in a melancholy mood. I proposed that I and my sponsor, she and her sponsee, could form a singing group called The Depression and Sing the Blues. She was not amused. Later in the day, my sponsor dropped by with another friend for coffee. And what a change. She made a 12-step call and and taking another alcoholic to a detox. They recounted how she looked like 10 miles of bad road, was ill and full of fear and remorse. Suddenly, we were all full of gratitude and laughing at the insanity of self-pity and self-imposed depression. Re remember, really remember all the pain and confusion of our early days in Alcoholics Anonymous. The simplicity of this program never changes. Well, works is constant. Trust in God, clean house, and work with others. Amen. That's from Terry B. from Concord, California. By the way, I was just in Concord in the fellowship. The Concord fellowship. I think I started in 1957, just about a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Wow. I'm somebody, aren't I? All right, now let's go ahead and move. I really want to read, uh, go to our, my sponsor, King Solomon. On, I want to read Proverbs starting with 22 to 24. It has... Uh, It has a special, special theme, I think, for about, and it encompassed Proverbs 22, 23, and 24, maybe. Here we go. A beautiful reputation is more to be desired than great riches, and to be esteemed by others is more honorable than to own immense investments. The rich and the poor have one thing in common, The Lord God created each one. A prudent person with insight foresees danger coming and prepares himself for it. But the senseless rush blindly forward and suffer the consequences, and they are clobbered. I like that, clobbered. Laying your life down in tender surrender before the Lord will bring life, prosperity, and honor as your reward. Woohoo. This is awesome. This is the program to me, folks. It's been written down 3,500 years ago. It says, laying your life down in tender surrender before the Lord, before your higher power, will bring life, prosperity, and honor as your reward. Don't let no people tell you there's no rewards. There's thousands and millions of rewards. That's why they call them promises. There are missiles coming your way and we're missing most of them. Pro-misses. They're flying over our heads and all we have to do is say that be in the right frame of mind to receive life, prosperity, and honor as our reward by tenderly surrendering ourselves before our higher power. And AA, when I sit down, I just surrender. I just humble myself. Says, okay, God, my way didn't work. My best thinking got me in a lot of trouble, got me in a lot of debt. You know, I didn't save. I I didn't even hoard. I gave everything away. All right, moving right along. Twisted and perverse lives are surrounded by dynamic influence. Yep, I can attest to that. Twisted and perverse lives are surrounded by dynamic influence. If you value your soul, stay away from them. Dynamic influences, um, you can get them out by writing. Writing and writing and writing. But certainly you have to write um, profitable words. Words that have profit, like, you know like influence and words that are productive, those words will, will get those dynamic influence out of your lives. All we have, we've been programmed wrongly. We've been programmed by evil influences. And we, so we got to go in and get those twisted trees out of our souls. I'm talking from experience, folks. Number six, dedicate your children to God and point them in the way that they should go and the values they learn from you will be with them for life. That's what happened to me. I was a child when I came into AA. They pointed me in the way that I should go and the values I learned from them, I came back at 40. I came in at 25 and I came back at 40 years old for these values. They kept calling me. Values that AA 12-step program and the dedication of the folks at that time put into my heart. So gradually I would miss them and miss them. I would miss the men and their hard, truthful words. Men, real men, who said they're going to do something and they would do it. Men and women who who performed properly with these words. They had weight, And testimony in their lives. And I love the people. So I came back. Number seven. If you borrow money with interest. You'll end up serving the interests of your creditors. For the rich rule over the poor. Sin is a seed that brings a harvest. You'll reap a heap of trouble with every seed you plant. For your investment in sin pays a full return. The full punishment you deserve. When you are generous to the poor, you are enriched with blessings in return. Say goodbye to a troublemaker, and you'll say goodbye to quarrels, strife, tension, and arguments. For a troublemaker traffics in shame. The Lord loves those whose hearts are holy, and he is the friend of those whose ways are pure. God passionately watches over his deep reservoir of revelation knowledge, but he subverts the lies of those who pervert the truth. Wow, what an incredible God, huh? A slacker always has an excuse for not working. Like, I can't go to work, there's a line outside, there's, there's an epidemic, and murders too. Sex with an adulteress is like falling into an ab- abyss. Those under God's curse jump right into their own destruction. Although rebellion is woven into a young man's heart, tough discipline can make him into a man. Although rebellion is woven into a young person's heart, tough discipline can make them into a a responsible man or woman. Whoa, isn't that the truth? We, we're there from a sp- experience, or you can say the, re- the, the senseless, although the senseless is woven into a young person's heart. There are two kinds of people headed toward poverty, those who exploit the poor and those who bribe the rich. Listen carefully and open your heart. Drink in the wise revelation that I impart. You become winsome and wise when you treasure the beauty of my words and always be prepared to share them at the appropriate time. For I am releasing these words to you this day, yes, even to you, so that your living hope will be found in God alone. For he is the only one who is always true. Pay attention to those excellent sayings of threefold things. But within my words, you will discover true and reliable revelation. They will give you serenity so that you can reveal the truth of the word of the one who sends you. Never oppress the poor or pass laws with the motive of crushing the weak. For the Lord will rise to plead their case and humiliate the ones who humiliate the poor. Walk away from an angry man and you'll embrace a snare in your soul by becoming bad-tempered just like him. Walk away from an angry man or you'll embrace a snare in your soul by becoming bad-tempered just like him. Whoa. Why would you ever guarantee a loan for someone else or promise to be responsible for someone's debts? Hello. Duh. Duh. Why would you ever guarantee a loan for someone else or promise to be responsible for someone's debt? You know, I always imagine a bunch of us drinking and so forth, and one guy asking his buddy, hey, you're gonna be my friend for life, yeah. Hey, will you sign for me so I can get a car? Stupid, it, stupid. it, dupe it. For if you fail to pay, you could lose your shirt. The previous generation has set boundaries in place Don't you dare move them just to benefit yourself. If you are uniquely gifted in your work, you will rise and be promoted. You won't be held back. You'll stand before kings if you are uniquely gifted in your work. So ask God for the uniqueness in in your work. Proverbs 23. Wisdom will protect you, says King Solomon. Or my sponsor? When, you're a, you, when you've been invited to dine with a very important leader, consider your manners and keep in mind whom you're with. Be careful to curb your appetite and catch yourself before you fall into the trap of wanting all you see. Don't crave their delicacies, for they may have another motive having, having you sit on their table. Don't compare yourself to the rich. Surrender your selfish ambition and evaluate them properly. For no sooner do you start counting your wealth than it sprouts wings and flies away like an eagle in the sky, here today, gone tomorrow. Be sensible when you dine with a stingy man, and don't eat more than you should, for as he thinks with himself, so he is. He will grudgingly say, go ahead, eat all you want, but in his heart he resents the fact that he has to pay for your meal. You'll be sorry you ate anything at all, and all your compliments will be wasted. A rebellious fool will despise your wise advice, so don't even waste your time. Save your breath. Never move a long-standing boundary line or attempt to take a land that belongs to the fatherless, for they have a mighty protector, a loving redeemer who watches over them. He will stand up for their cause. Pay close attention to the teaching that corrects you and open your heart to every word of instruction. Again, Pay close attention to the teachings that are correcting you and open your heart to every word of instruction. Don't withhold appropriate discipline from your child. Go ahead and punish him when he needs it. Don't worry, it won't kill him. A good spanking could be the very thing that teaches him a lifelong lesson. And some of us have to do that to our own selves. We didn't get that discipline. My beloved child, when your heart is full of wisdom, my heart is full of gladness. And when you speak anointed words, we are speaking mouth to mouth. Don't allow the actions of evil men to cause you to burn with anger. Instead, burn with unrelenting passion as you worship God in holy awe. Again, this is the biggie, the resentment of all people that drink and destroy themselves. Even some people even kill themselves for this very reason. Don't allow the actions of evil men to cause you to burn with anger. Can't sleep. Resentment all the time. Okay. As you worship, as you worship in holy all. Instead, burn with unrelenting passion as you worship God in holy. In other words, turn to your higher power and count all your benefits. Count all, all the gratitude you have. Be thankful for your immune system, your eyes, your ears. You can move your toes. Be thankful for your job, your, the sun, the moon. <clears throat> I'm telling you, if you make 15 items and share with them daily, you'll be walking on clouds. You'll use the anger power of the evil men to burn stronger to your gratitude and higher with your higher power. Thank God for the actions of evil men and thank God for the hate that they put in your heart and you'll be able to thank God more and more. You'll be shifting in the right direction. I can't tell you enough that you can do it. Write down three things that you would want for that evil person. You would want help, prosperity, and happiness for them. And just keep write it down as a prayer. Just thank God for them. And then that way we have done the right thing. And there's a reward on it. And then we have used that power to thank and praise God. Even if they've taken your, your kid or destroyed your life, taken your wife or whatever, or deception in business and So just keep thanking God. I'm telling you, remember the last time you got into a situation and someone told you to do something and you didn't do it and you wish you did it? This is one of them. Remember all the, the disgrace and everything? Just surrender and do it God's way. That's correction. That's instruction. Discipline yourself. Not to be a little child and be just accept the fact that there's wrong in this world, and we're going to be stung by it like a bee. And just accept it and say, oh, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, thank you, God. I, got you. I have feelings. You can be thankful you have feelings. I have joy. Thank you, God. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. Oh, by the way, it keeps on going. It says, don't allow the actions of evil men to cause you to burn with anger. Instead, burn with unrelenting passion as you worship God in, a, in holy awe. Your future is bright and filled with a living hope that will never fade away. See what happens? As you listen to me, my beloved child, you will grow in wisdom, and your heart will be drawn into understanding which will empower you to make the right decisions. See what happens when you do that? And you'll be so thankful that that person spurred you to grow in wisdom and your heart will draw into understanding. You will be empowered to make right decisions from here on. And your future will be bright and filled with a living hope that will never fade away. Don't live in the excess of drunkenness or gluttony, eating or drinking, beef eaters, or waste your life by parting all the time because drunkards and gluttons sleep their lives away and end up broke. Give respect to your father and mother for without them you wouldn't even be here, period. And don't neglect them when they grow old. Embrace the truth and hold it close. Don't let go of wisdom, instruction, and life-giving understanding. That's the truth, folks. Wisdom, instruction, and life-giving understanding. Sometimes it's tough to receive instruction. You get struck in the inner soul. And life-giving understanding is is tough. When a father observes his child and the Living in godliness, he is ecstatic with joy. Nothing makes him prouder. So may your hearts, your father's heart burst with joy and your mother's soul be filled with gladness because of you. My son, give me your heart and embrace fully what I am about to tell you. Stay far away from prostitutes and you'll stay far away from the pit of destruction. For sleeping with a promiscuous woman, promiscuous woman, It's like falling into a trap that you'll never be able to escape. Like a robber hiding in the shadows, she is waiting to claim another victim, another husband unfaithful to his wife. Who has anguish? Who has bitter sorrow? Who (laughs) constantly complains and argues? Who stumbles and falls and hurts himself? Who is the one with bloodshot eyes? It is the one who drinks too much and is always looking for a brew. Make sure it's never you, and don't be drunk with wine, but be known as the one who enjoys the company of the seekers of God. For drunkenness brings the sting of a serpent, like the fang of a viper spreading poison into your soul. It will make you hallucinate, mumble, and speak words that are perverse. You'll be like a seasick sailor being tossed to and fro, dizzy and out of your mind. You'll awake only to say, What hit me? I feel like I've been run over by a truck. Yes, off you'll go, looking for another drink. Mm, yeah. Then go to AA. Okay, our last one is Proverbs 24, Wisdom's Warning. Don't envy the wealth of the wicked or crave their company, for they obsess with causing trouble and their conversations are corrupt. Wise people are builders. They build families, businesses, communities, and through intelligence and insight, their enterprises are established and endure. Beautiful. Because of their skill, leadership, the hearts of people are filled with the treasures of wisdom and the pleasures of spiritual wealth. Wisdom can make anyone into a mighty warrior. And revelation knowledge increases strength. Wise strategy is necessary to to wage war. And with many astute advisors, you'll see the path to victory more clearly. Wisdom is a treasure too lofty for a quarreling fool. He'll have nothing to say when leaders gather together. There is one who makes plans to do evil. Master Schemer is his name. If you plan to do evil, it's a wrong as doing it, and everyone detests a troublemaker. If you faint when under pressure, you have need of courage. Go and rescue the perishing, be their savior. Why would you stand back and watch them stagger to their death? And why would you say, but it's none of my business? The one who knows you completely and judges your every motive is Is also the keeper of souls and not just yours. He sees through your excuses and holds you responsible for failing to help those whose lives are threatened. Revelation knowledge is a delicacy, sweet like flowing honey that melts in your mouth. Eat as much as you can, my friend, for then you will perceive what is true wisdom. Your future will be bright and this hope living within you will never disappoint you. Listen up, you wicked, irreverent ones. Don't harass the seekers of God, the ones in love with God, and don't invade their resting place. For the seekers and those who love God may suffer adversity and stumble seven times, but they will continue to rise over and over again. But the unrighteous are brought down by just one calamity. They will never be able to rise again. Never gloat when your enemy meets disaster, and don't be quick to rejoice if he falls. For the Lord who sees your heart will be displeased with you and will pity your foe. Don't be angrily offended over evildoers or be agitated by them. For the wicked have no life and no future. Their light of life will die out. My child, stand in awe of Yahweh. Give counsel to others but don't mingle with those who are rebellious, for sudden destruction will fall upon them and their lives will be ruined in a moment. He who knows what retribution they will face. Those enlightened with wisdom have spoken these proverbs. Judgment must be impartial, for it is always wrong to be swayed by a person's status. As you say to the guilty, you are innocent, the nation will curse you and the people will revile you. When you say to the guilty, you are innocent. The nation will curse you and the people will revile you. But when you convict the guilty, the people will thank you and reward you with favor. Speaking honestly is a sign of true friendship. Go ahead, build your career and give yourself to work. But if you put me first, you'll see your family built up, says the Lord. Why will you be a false accuser and slander with your words? Don't ever spitefully say, I'll get even with him. I'll do that to him what he did to me. One day I passed by the field of a lazy man and I noticed the vineyards of a slacker. I observed nothing but thorn weeds and broken down walls. So I consider this lesson, I could learn from this. I pondered it. I consider their lack of wisdom. Professional work habits prevent poverty from becoming your permanent business partner. And if you put off into tomorrow the work you could do today, tomorrow never seems to come. Wow. I better clear up my patio. I had a chance to do it yesterday, but I chose to watch some football after I had lunch. Praise God. Almost there. Thank you, everyone, for coming in today's podcast May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, lift up his countenance and give you peace, establish you in every which way. Remember, with God, all things are possible. Let's go ahead and close this session with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working. Welcome, everybody, to Expect a Miracle. Zoom meeting of our personal AA meeting. Let's go ahead and open with a moment of silence, followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Amen. All right, uh, let me say the... uh, set aside prayer lord we set aside everything we know about you everything we know about this program and our fellow man for a fresh new revelation in you in our f- program and our fellow man in jesus name amen <clears throat> welcome today monday let's go ahead and get started when on page 24 rick would you please start our reading oh sure <laughs> The fact that most alcoholics, for reasons yet of spirit, have lost the power of choice to drink, our so-called willpower, because practically non-existent, we are unable
1: to at certain times to bring into our conscious a significant force of memory of suffering of humiliation, of even a week ago, or even a month ago, we were without the for first strength. The most certain the almost certain consequences of, of that followed taking even a glass of beer do not crowd the body to deter us. If these thoughts occur, they are hazy and uh, rapidly supplanted by the old threaderware idea that this time we shall have ourselves like other people. There's a complete failure against this kind of defense that the king's wife will put his hands on a hot stove.
0: The alcoholic may say to himself in the most casual way, It won't burn me this time. So here's how, or perhaps he doesn't think at all. How often have some of us begun to drink in this nonchalant way, and after the third or fourth, pawned it on the bar and said to ourselves, for God's sake, how did I ever get started again? Only to have a thought supplanted by, well, I'll stop with the sixth drink. Or what's the use anyhow? When this sort of thinking is fully established in an individual with alcoholic tendencies, he has probably placed himself beyond human aid. And unless locked up, may die or go permanently insane. These stark and ugly facts have been confirmed by legions of alcoholics throughout history. But for the grace of God, there would have been thousands more convincing demonstrations. So many want to stop, but cannot. There is a There is a solution. Almost none of us liked the self-searching, the leveling of pride, the confession of our shortcomings, which the process required for a successful consummation. But we saw that it really worked in others, and we had come to believe in the hopelessness and futility of life as we have been living it. When, therefore, we were approached by those in whom the problem had been solved, there was nothing left for us but to pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet." We have found much of heaven and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence which we had not even dreamed of. The great fact is this is a nevertheless that we've had deep and perfected spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, towards our fellows, towards God's universe. Certainly that that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is deep miraculous. He
1: has commenced and accomplished those things which we could never do by ourselves. If you're seriously alcoholic as as we were as believed the that there is no middle of the road solution. We were placed we were placed in a position where life has been becoming impossible. And if we had to pass through a region where there is no return through human aid, we had but two alternatives. One is to go out there to the bitter end and blotting out the consciousness of our terrible situation best we could. the other is to accept spiritual help. (sighs) This... We did because we honestly wanted to really make
0: the effort. Amen. Page 62. Let's go to page 62, please. Selfishness, self-centeredness that we think is the root of our troubles, driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity. We step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find that at some time in the past, we have made decisions based on self, which later places us in a position to be hurt. So, our troubles we think are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourselves, and the alcoholic is an extreme example of self will run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. We must, or it kills us. God makes that possible, and there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us have had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them even though we would have liked to. Neither could we reduce ourselves in as much by wishing or trying on our own power. We had to have God's help.
1: This is the how and why, first of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. Next we decided that thereafter the of life, God was going to be our director. He is a principal, we are his agents. He is a father, we are his children. Most good ideas are simple, and this concept was a keystone to a new triumphant arch, which we got through freedom. When we sincerely took a position of all sorts of all sorts of remarkable things followed, we had a new employer being all powerful, he provided what we needed if we kept close to him and performers his work well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves and our little and designs. More and more we became interested in seeing what we contribute to life as we felt a new power flow in as we enjoyed peace of mind and we discovered that we could face life successfully. And as we became
0: conscious of his presence, we began to lose our fear of seeing tomorrow and thereafter. We were reborn. And we were now at step three. Many of us said to our maker as we understood him, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power thy love and thy way of life may i do thy will always we thought well before taking this step making sure we were ready that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to him page 76 please when ready we say something like this my creator i am now willing that he should have all of me good and bad I pray that you now remove from me every single defect or character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me the strength as I go off from here to do your bidding. Amen. We have then completed step seven. Turn to page 86, please. 86? Yes. awakening we think about the 24 hours ahead we consider our plans for the game before we even begin As we, we ask God to
1: direct our thinking especially asking for divorces from self-pity to and self-seeking motives under these conditions we can employ our mental faculties with insurance For after all God gave us brains to use our thought life would have been placed on a much higher plane when we, our thinking is clear of wrong motives Thinking about today, we face a decision, when we may not be able to determine which course to take. There's only he ask God for inspiration and a tune of thought decision. We relax, we, we take it easy. We, we don't struggle. We're often surprised how, how the right answers come after we've tried this for a while. What used to be the hunch and occasional inspiration becomes, gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Conscious contact with God, it is not that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for the presumption of all sorts of spirit actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to look upon it.
0: We usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that we be shown all through the day what our next step is to be that we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask, especially for freedom from self-will, and are careful to make no request for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that, and it doesn't work. You can easily see why. If circumstances warrant, we ask our wives or friends to join us in morning meditation. If we belong to religious denomination, which requires a definite morning devotion, we attend to that also. If not members of religious bodies, we sometimes select and memorize a few said prayers, which emphasize the principles we have been discussing. There are many helpful books also. Suggesting about these may be obtained from one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. Make use of what they offer.
1: As we go through the day, we pause and we agitated or doubtful, we ask for the right thought or action. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running a show. Publicly <clears throat> say to ourselves, many times we say, that will be done, we are in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self pity, or foolish decisions. We become more and more efficient, we do not tire so easily. <sighs> Uh, God, I lost my place.
0: For we are not burning up. Okay, here we go. For we are not burning up energy foolishly as we did when we were trying to raise our lives ourselves. It works. It really does. Amen. Turn to page 416, please. 416. 416. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that alcoholism was a disease, not a moral issue that I had been drinking as a result of a compulsion, even though I had not been aware of the compulsion at that time, and that sobriety was not a matter of willpower. The people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had, but I was afraid to let go of what I had in order by, to, to try something new. There was a certain sense of security in the familiar. At last, acceptance proved to be the key to my drinking problem. After I've been around AA for seven months, tapering off alcohol and pills, now finding the program, working very well, I was finally able to say, Okay, God, it is true that I, of all people, strange that it may seem, and even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts. And it's all right with me. Now, what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem and began living in the answer, the problem went away. From that moment on, I have not had a single compulsion to drink.
1: Acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I'm disturbed, is because I find some person, place, or situation, uh, in fact, of my life, unacceptable to me, I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation being exactly the way it's supposed to be at the moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world or state. Until I accept my alcoholism, I I could not stay sober unless i accept life completely on life's terms i cannot be happy we concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world but what needs to be changed in me and my attitudes shakespeare said all over the stage all the men and women are really players we forgot to mention i was a true critic i was always able to see the, the flaw in every person every situation you know and i know and I, knew, and I knew you <laughs> wanted perfection just as I did. And AA acceptance has taught me that there's a bit of good and the worst of us, and a bit of bad and the best of us. We're all children of God. We each have the right to be here. When I complain about me or about you, I'm complaining about God's handiwork. I'm saying I know better than God.
0: For years, I was sure the worst thing that could happen to a nice guy like me was to become an alcoholic. Today, I find it was the best thing that has ever happened. This proves I don't know what's good for me. And if I don't know what's good for me, I don't know what's good or bad for you or for anyone. So I'm better off if I don't give advice. Don't figure I know what's best and just accept life on life's terms as it is today, especially my own life. I said it actually is. Before AA, I judged myself by my intentions while the world was judging me by my actions. Acceptance has been the answer to my marital problems. It is as though AA has given me a new pair of glasses. Max and I have been married now for 35 years. Prior to our marriage, when she was a shy, scrawny adolescent, I was able to see things in her that others couldn't necessarily see. Things like beauty, charm, gaiety, a gift for being easy to talk to, and a sense of humor, and many other fine qualities. It was as if I had, rather than a Midas touch, which turned everything to gold, a magnifying mind that magnified whatever I focused on. Over the years, as I thought about Max, her good qualities grew and grew, and we married. And all these qualities became more and more apparent to me, and we were happier and happier. But
1: as I drank more and more, It all seemed to affect my vision. Instead of continuing to see what was good about my wife, I began to see her defects. And the more I focused my mind on her defects, the more they grew to multiply. Every defect Mm -hmm. that I pointed out to her became greater and greater. Each time I told her she was nothing, she reduced a little bit more in the nowhere. And the more I drank, the more she moved Then one day at AA, I was told that I had my lenses and my glasses backwards. The courage of change and that I should change my marriage rather than I should change myself by learning to accept my, wife, uh, my spouse as she was. AA has given me a new pair of glasses. I can again focus on my wife's good qualities and watch them grow, grow, and grow.
0: I can do the same thing in an AA meeting. The more I focus my mind on his defects, like starts, long, drunkologs, logs, cigarettes, smoke. The worse the meeting becomes, but when I try to see what I can add to the meeting, rather than what I can get out of it, and when I focus my mind on what's good about it, rather than what's wrong with it, the meeting keeps getting better and better. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. And when I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. If I focus on a problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Page 420, please. Perhaps the best thing of all for me is to remember that my serenity is inversely proportional to my expectations. The higher my expectations of Max and other people are, the lower is my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectations, but then my rights try to move in and they too can force my serenity level down. I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really? How important is it compared to my serenity, my emotional sobriety? And when I place more value on my serenity and sobriety than on anything else, I can maintain them at a higher level, at least for the time being. Acceptance is the key to my relationship with God today. I never just sit around doing nothing while waiting Him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do what's ever in front of me that needs to be
1: done. And at the results of him, however, it turns out that's God's will for me. I must keep my magnifying mind on my acceptance and on my expectations for it. My serenity is directly proportional to the level of acceptance. When I remember this, I can see I've never had it so good. Thank God for AA.
0: Amen. Thank God for AA. Page 552, please. 552. He said, in effect, If you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you will pray for the person or the thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will ask in prayer for everything you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their health, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even when you don't really want it for them, and your prayers are only words and you don't mean it. Go ahead and do it anyway. Do it every day for two weeks, and you will find you have come to meet it and want it for them. And you will realize that where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassionate, understanding, and love. It worked for me then. It has worked for me many times since, and it will work for me every time I'm willing to work it. Sometimes I have to ask first for the willingness, but it too always comes. And because it works for me, it will work for all of us. As another great man says, the only freedom a human being can ever know is doing what you ought to do because you want to do it. This great experience that released me from the bondage of hatred and replaced it with love is just really another affirmation of the truth I know. I get everything I need in Alcoholics Anonymous, and everything I need, I get, and when I get what I need, I barely find that it was just what I wanted all the time. Page 100, please. the path of the spiritual progress. you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back and we realize things which came to us when we were putting ourselves behind God, in God's hands were better than anything we could ever have planned. All the decades of a higher power you will presently live in a new wonderful world no matter what your present circumstances. Page 83, please. If we are painstaking. the Page. 83? 83? Uh huh. And we are painstaking. Right, right here. If you're painstaking about this phase of our we'll be amazed before we're halfway through We're going to know a new freedom, a new happiness. We will not regret
1: the past nor should the door We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace no matter how far down the scale we have we gone. See how our experiences can benefit others. Affiliate usefulness and self pity will disappear. We will lose interest in our selfish things and gain interest in our folks. Self seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude outlook upon life will change. We are people in an economic and insecurity. We intuitively know how to handle, our, to handle situations which use baffle us. We suddenly realize we're going to do for us what we could never do. Or for ourselves. Are these affirmative promises? We think not. We're being fulfilled among us sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will only materialize if we work for them.
0: Work, 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 work. Uh, page 85, please. Amen. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest in our laurels. We're headed for trouble if we do. For all costs to set full. We're not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts that which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line all we wish. It is the proper use of the will. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from Him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of His Spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God conscious. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense. But we must go further, and that means more action. Page 43, please. All right. Once more, the alcohol at a certain time has no mental defense against her strength. Except for fewer cases, do you know or any other human being can, can provide such uh, a defense? This defense must come from a higher power. Deanne, beautiful, beautiful, wonderful words of life. Let's go ahead and pray, <laughs> pray the uh, supply prayer, because I need supplies for making pancakes this week. I need a full tank of gas. And I need some more coda pancake mix. (laughs) So it says that for us to pray for things to help others, right? Yeah. So so here we go. Lord, the supply for it is not here yet, but it will come if we should have it. And Rick and I, we should have it. It will surely come. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And I'll report to you later this week what happens after that. All right. (laughs) Have a good uh, day. Let's go ahead and finish up with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Rick, for coming in here. And we'll see you when we see you. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Take care, everyone.
2: meditate i just go back there automatically you know when i think of all those guys that were there all of us that were trying and we used to meditate this that's why i remember we used to do this meditation and we'd all be lying on the floor all 40 of us men and women and and we were all sick when you go through a hospital everybody's real sick and somehow, uh, I think most of those people are gone already. You know, it sure has been gone because it wasn't older than they me. There would be a, hundred. and uh, this one guy that's commercial. Everybody there was in show business, but me, just about seventy uh, percent of them were in show business. Here. There was guys from NBC, there were announcers, their names, and I can't even think of their names anymore. It's been so long ago. But you know what? It's a good memory to think of them, you know? Uh, I always go back there, always. Whenever I feel down, I go back to that time when I was real, recovering when I saw sanity again, you know? And I've never had to have a drink after that. And, uh, sometimes when I'm... When I'm driving, I'll meditate. You know, if I feel nervous, I feel, uh, not so bad now. Uh, back in 2000, I was going through a lot, and I was getting panic attacks again. You know, and but I knew what to do. When I would get a panic, when I would have a panic attack coming, I would, uh, I would meditate, driving. You know. Do the breathing exercise, do all that stuff, and it works, you know. And uh, that's that's the ideal part. And I wanna really emphasize that these these two gentlemen here that came in today, I, we all we were all there. We all came in. It was hard. I came in here, and I we all had one day sober, and that's a miracle in itself, you know because uh, sobriety is a gift, you know. Uh, if, if I had not done what I did all those years, I, I constantly, you know, I go back all the time. Why didn't I do this? Oh, what? And I forget. I go, oh, man, you can't live on that, you know. But I did so many crazy things when I first got sober, man. It was a road, the road to recovery so many, many, many days. I can't even imagine... Uh, a lot of my friends have died. Not drinking, they died sober, and uh, they didn't take care of themselves. You know, you gotta, that's one thing I try to do now. Today, I try to take care of myself, no matter what. You know, uh, because it's better to be healthier here. I'm, I'm walking now more uh, because I said myself that I'm going to walk more. You know, and uh, uh, I have friends that have. My age that had a broken a femur like I did, and they never got out of the, uh, they never got out of the nursing home, you know. So every time I feel down that I I can't do what I used to do, you know, I work a program in my sofa chair. I go, you know what? I'm alive. I've survived, and it's one day at a time. Thank you.
0: Good morning, everyone. I'm Fernando. I'm an alcoholic. I was sent by the courts over here, to, and it worked. I was in my, my mid-20s, and I thought my life was over with. All my dreams, the best job, you know, lost, lost a family and uh, integrity, respect, all that. I was collecting cans. Didn't know my name. Um, but thanks to this program, that meditation, just sitting down was meditation for me. The reeling of the mind stopped. I had a reprieve, or I had a vacation from my thoughts and all the problems when I sat here. And the the atmosphere or laughter was just amazing. Of the uh, the characteristics, the uh, you know, the people in here have had weight. That's what attracted me right away. You know, they had they were handling that monster of property money and prestige and it wasn't knocking them off like it did me you make a lot of money you drink a lot and you lose everything it was just that I couldn't break that cycle that's the cycle I was born into with my dad and then I inherited but you know meditation why would we want to meditate if we didn't if there's a benefit out of it that benefit right away just Man, my first year, I came in shaking, bloody, no phone, no keys, no nothing. I had a sat in my, sat in my I, luckily I had a job. I was fueling fuel, diesel, at nighttime for Ralph's Grocery Company. I could they wouldn't let me drive. I tried to make an application when I got my license back with uh, Ralph's Grocery, and the guy looked at my rap sheet. <laughs> he goes, you got some guts coming in here. You know, I can see it in his face two DUIs, you know, all this chasing. And uh, and he said, maybe maybe next time. Um, But I I was able to drive in the motor pool division because I was a a fueler and I was able to go out there and go on the trucks and go help the trucks when they break down and take another tractor, switch it around. I loved that job. It was so much fun. And then the first year when I came in here I got into real estate, thinking that that was, you know I can I can skin the cat easily. While I was here, I got power, I got power, but I didn't get the counseling, I didn't get the sponsorship, I didn't get I didn't let this information go in, I didn't let the meditation. I, first year I came in so broken. Twelve months later, you would not believe. Bought a house, driving a Mercedes Benz, got got a Corvette, got money in the bank. I mean, it was just like from night and day, you wouldn't recognize. I was still so nervous and I had these these business cards that said Century 21 Champions. And I look at it, I look at my face, oh my goodness. Passing them up door to door and people opening up their houses to me. and, And I thought, wow, man, I still had the devil in me. And I looked at all the places and things, I said, you know, there's an evil spirit that was inside me and it was trying to kill me. His name was alcohol, tequila rage it wasn't through meditation that i was we were finishing a meeting and we were praying like this that i felt something black and i had my eyes closed and i saw that blackness leave me and left me it's so easy to get contaminated with rage this this discouragement you know that's why one of the facts is uh i there's a place in the 12 and 12 that says the the ultimate counselor is God himself. He's a God of justice, love, and power. And the only way I access it is by thanking him for my difficulties. If I thank him for my difficulties, I have a chance for God to enter in and move on my behalf. Tomorrow I'm going to be jumping on an airplane and going to the, to the big island. Not the big island, the, the garden island, I guess. And I'm supposed to be looking for some horses to ride to get a new experience. (laughs) And that's all to to this program, to this program. So I'm very grateful. I want to thank Les for coming back. He's been on a on a trip himself. Thank you. And it's good to see Gary, everyone. Thank you. And welcome.
3: Well, thank you. Greg, alcoholic. Hi, Greg. Greg. yeah, this is just a little bit of my story. I'm new here. I, I, I this has basically been a, a ten-year battle for me, and um, it, it's it's extensive sobriety, falling down, getting back up, falling down, and um, it's for for me. I'm trying to find the formula, a long-term formula that keeps my focus, because that's that's what happens. I went before this last. Uh, binge that I went on, which was about two months ago, I I did a year, and I was com- well. I the beginning of the year I was doing some meetings, doing some therapy, and staying focused. And then I thought I had it again, and I so I did the for the most part that year on my own, and it wasn't hard <laughs> until I fell down again, and so I I knew. So now I got a family that's not happy with me. I'm not happy with me. And um, I, I knew I, I gotta do something and I gotta regain focus. And I, I really, it was kinda to get out of my family's hair. I, I went and did 30 days residential. And that, it was more needed than I knew I needed it. And I I've gained a ton of focus. I've learned a lot of who I am and now it's, I mean, I got out a week ago today, and now it's time to, to find the formula that's gonna be long-term for me. And I, I think part of, of what a deterrent for me is, 90 meetings in 90 days, you gotta go to a meeting every day, and it gets to where it's overwhelming for me. So I, I, when I say formula, it's like, do I do Five days a week, do I do? Two days a week, do I? And who am I going to meet with, and and where am I going to go with things? So I'm, I'm finding my way, but I'm more focused than I've ever been. So thank you for welcoming me here.
0: Welcome. Hi Hey guys. He
3: unless I was there for myself, I had no business being in the room, so that was a pretty eye-opening experience, and thankfully I got attached to a sponsor early on in my sobriety, and he guided and directed me to where I am today, and I sit here in front of you, 931 days sober, and well, I'm not going to worry about tomorrow, I still go well, got a long time before that sun sets today, what I do best, and that's... Keep a drink out of my hand because as we are all today, one's too many and
0: ten's not enough. So, thank you for letting me show. Thank you, Marshall. Yeah. Thank you, Marshall. I'm Fernando, alcoholic. Fernando. Step one. I admit it, I was powerless over alcohol, that I've been licked, that my life had become unmanageable. Uh, I'm only here by the grace of God. I'm fully clothed in my right mind. I want to thank the judge and the attorney that railroaded me into coming into the program. You know, I just I look back. I just see the mercy and the grace of God uh, doing everything He can to to corner me, to corner me on this corner. I couldn't go to, I couldn't go back, left, right. Every avenue or every option I had had been taken away, except the option of, of work and go to uh, go to AA meetings, and uh, and I had to be cornered, you know. I don't know about the other people that have, the. I was thinking, I said, well, what if you sit in a class in a JC and they're talking about alcoholism and they go through the molecular structure of alcohol and how it crushes the, the human cell and, and all that, which I did on my first year. I went to, to, to learn air conditioning at a chemistry class and uh, that's all they talked about. And I used to look around in the class, i say, how do they know I'm in alcoholic anonymous? I thought this was anonymous, you know? I just felt like that's how they were talking about with alcohol, how alcohol is divided, how alcohol it, it, it dilutes this, dilutes that. For their experiments in the chemistry class, they use alcohol a lot. And so uh, I had like what, <clears throat> I had uh, educational, that I learned so much about that, that uh, the drink actually became a chemical the truth shall may set you free the drink actually became a chemical to me i said man this is the stuff we put in our cars we can put this in the rocket and go to the moon and so this stuff actually i had a psychic change that because of the of aa and this and so in addition to that i had a spiritual awakening too i saw that there's a eye looking at me from heaven and Alcoholic Anonymous just, uh, they, they stapled me to the wall and they got my neck and said, look, there's your God. And they were finally able to let go and I said, oh my God, you know, oh, you were with me when that guy was kicking my ass after I was drunk and I was trying to steal his car. <laughs> I can feel his presence, you were with me in that jail when that guy had killed those, those two guys for a drug wrong, and, and I was in there with him, and he was protecting me, so I recognized who God was, but I never never was cornered enough to say, uncle, say, hey, I want this, and, and the bottom did hit me, and hit me pretty good, that the, I'll just say this, that the person most likely to die at that era was a Hispanic around the Hollywood area in his 20s, and I was going around Drinking and getting tattooed in the East L.A., around that area, uh, fighting and, and just doing crazy stuff that, um, you know, I was in arm's way. My older brother, he said, I saw 42 guys jumping this one guy down Whittier Boulevard, and I thought it was you, you know, getting, beat, getting the it was brains kicked out. So they were worried. So when I came into AA, I was bloody, scarred, you know I couldn't pay attention I was totally uh so there was there's nothing but mercy for me here nothing and continues to grow upon mercy today I'm going to go to Hawaii on the on Saturday you know and it's something that actually was birthed the idea here I was wondering wow I wonder if I can go to Hawaii man I've been doing this for a while so I asked up upstairs and they said sure it's in your portfolio and just start using your imagination and start, you know, believing it. And boom, I've been there five, six times now. It's amazing. And A-A-A, I'm looking forward to hitting that, that meeting by the ocean where I saw, I saw that whale when they said, whale season is not here yet, not until another eight weeks. And I said, well, they don't know my God. I grabbed the big book, I went to the thing. God, I want to see a whale. And sure enough, you think I'm bullshitting. A whale, way in the distance jumped up and I can see the colorful rainbow on the uh, on the scales and and just, and God does for me what I can do for myself. Thank you. All right.
4: <laughs> Raul, alcoholic.
0: Raul. Good to see you guys. Good to
4: see you, Bruce. Thanks, hey, bro. You know, uh, I can relate to everything I heard. So when it comes to mind that these are, what I was told, that these are diseases of perception. It depends on what I perceived. I remember with my first meeting, which my girlfriend sent me to because she was an al the, the thing I remember when they said 90 days, 90 meetings. First thing that came to mind, I don't have time to do that. <laughs> I wasn't doing shit, but when I, when I heard 90 days, 90 meetings, I, I said it was too much. They cannot ask that much for me. And uh, because I didn't have a problem. oh, Everything and everybody was my problem, but not the alcohol. So I defended that alcohol, blaming everybody. Life didn't like me and life cheated me. And my family cheated me. And my coworkers are cheating me. And then I get here and I realized that life doesn't owe me shit. It's just my expectation. The part of my disease is that everything is not enough of anything, not only alcohol. I never had enough attention, and enough love, enough of anything. I always wanted more. So everybody uh, ran short. No matter what you did, it wasn't enough for me. Or you were not doing it right. And I use that as an excuse for keep on drinking and using. So it's, when I, I, nobody could talk me into, uh, except that alcohol was my problem. Until I hit that bottom, that I've seen here people that, they they don't have bottom. They ended up in sanitariums or in jail. And I've seen it happen uh, with people that came through here. Uh, I guess it's like the book says, you know, if, if I don't have the capacity to be honest with myself, I'm not gonna get it. This is not for everybody. That's why the jails are full. <laughs> and and uh, and and it's a uh, it's a it's a terrible disease because uh, it tells me I don't have a disease. You're my problem. You're the, you you they are telling me that I have a problem. I'm my problem. And I took it to the gates of insanity. That was my la- latest bottle. And I realized that they're going to lock me up and throw away the key. And that's when I started to pay attention. And when I realized that I thought that I was perfect. That's why uh, good advice never worked for me. I didn't need good advice because I had all the answers. And when I got here, uh, you guys gave me the benefit. uh, I was willing to give you guys the benefit of the doubt. So that, for me, meant that I had to accept that I didn't have all the answers. That maybe there was something here that I didn't know. That's where my open mind came into play. I became willing to hear what you guys have to say, because you had what I wanted. Not to drink today. That was good enough for me. And then I heard again, 90 days, 90 meetings. before you diagnose yourself, you're not an alcoholic this is self-diagnosed mm-hmm. and uh, yeah by the time I came back I was pretty sure I I belong here I could not do it alone so I'm glad we have these meetings and I put some e- easy off so those <laughs> mosquitoes are not bothered me today. thank you <laughs> hey, Rube. Hey, Rube. Hey,
5: Rube. <laughs> hey I'm Brian I'm an alcoholic I'm hey. Brian got in trouble sometimes because he just thought he was perfect. And I, you know, that's, that's really sick thinking. <laughs> I didn't think I was perfect, but I was better than you. <laughs> you know, good enough. <laughs> Jim was saying, uh, the uh, boss told him, you know, you're a good worker when you're here. <laughs> I heard that quite a few times. And actually, the last girlfriend I had had it told me the same thing. <laughs> she said, I wanna love you, but you're not here. And that was deep, because I couldn't really argue with her, but it did provide a good night's drinking home for it. It's hopeless, I might as well drink. Um, and then I hear people talk about they're going to Hawaii. And I have to laugh about that because I, I always think uh, uh, you know, these people want to go to Hawaii, right after boot camp the Navy sent me to Hawaii, uh, <laughs> and I was, up, I was on an Air Force base for some reason <laughs> up in the mountains in Hawaii for six months, and uh, I can tell you I was not impressed with Hawaii that may be because I was drunk as often as I could be. And I had a miserable time with probably one of the softest jobs that anyone could have. I I ran a a service club, you know, passing out cue sticks and record albums to the service. You know, easy, easy job. I was miserable. I didn't want to be there, you know, goddamn military sent me to this godforsaken so place. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: know, and-
5: that I could go down there, and so I, I came to AA and, uh, you know, and I thought, well, you know, these, these are good-hearted people, but they don't understand, and besides, I'm smarter than they are, and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I uh, got in trouble with booze and some of the other things that were popular in the 60s. <laughs> and finally uh, I remembered I went to a meeting where they were talking about the first step You um, I'm powerless well a group of my old friends who like, they didn't really want me around much anymore but uh, one of them called me up and said that you know we're having a, a going away party for <laughs> i and Martha, they're going up north, and there was a girl. It was closing time. How the hell did I get down and dive in South money? I was supposed to be in San Dimas talking to this girl. And I didn't want to be here. But once I start drinking, that's when I realized. Once I start drinking, I don't know what's going to happen was powerless over alcohol two years ago and i didn't know it i thought well shit, if they already know that about me maybe i better listen to the rest of what they're trying to tell me mm. uh, i've been trying to listen ever since you know <laughs> shut my head off and listen to you and thought, it works thank you well. This good. You're good. You're good.